time. Rewind. This is Dope Nostalgia. This is episode 141 of Dope Nostalgia, and I'm your host, Naomi. I am excited to bring a really awesome guest today. He's a member of the Wahlberg family, and he has been on a lot of things already, including the TV show Wahlburgers as a regular cast member. And I'll tell you more about him in some bio information we picked up online. He spent time to talk with us about all the awesome things he's got going on right now. And it was a pleasure to welcome Brandon Wahlberg to Dope Nostalgia. So here's a little bit of information about him. Wikipedia moment. Brandon is a member of the famous Wahlberg family all the way from Dorchester, Massachusetts. I found some information on him from the A&E biography that was put up for the Wahlburgers TV show and all the cast members. So from A&ETV.com, Brandon is the son of Tracy, grandson of Alma, and nephew of the rest of the Wahlberg clan. Brandon works at a warehouse in Boston, but like his famous uncles, he aspires to one day be a professional actor, or even better, the general manager of the Celtics. A huge sports enthusiast and Celtics fan, Brandon will always remember the first Celtics game his uncle Donnie took him to as a kid. A resident of Dorchester, Brandon often hangs out with his uncle Bob and cousin Oscar and wishes the rest of his family wasn't so spread out across the country. From the Internet Movie Database, we learned that Brandon Wahlberg starred in the movies Patriot's Day in 2016, The Secrets We Hide in 2021, and Home Invasion. The coolest thing that we've learned about Brandon is that he is an aspiring music star. He is already recording and producing songs that he's been releasing on streaming places like Spotify. And you're going to get to hear some samples of some of his amazing work. Let's welcome, all the way from Dorchester, Brandon Wahlberg to the show. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to promote the music that you're putting out to our listeners because we have a lot of uh, people who, well, basically the podcast is about the 90s, but we're promoting what people are doing now as well. So what age were you when you started saying, I want to make music? Um, I don't know. I always kind of was a thought. Um, I was more interested in like acting when I was younger as far mm. as, you know, as more of a path, but, um, you know, probably like 23, 24. So I started thinking about it and, um, mm -hmm. you know, started slowly getting into it. Okay, sweet. And, um, who were your musical influences growing up? What were you listening to that inspired what you'd make? So it's kind of like most of my favorite, like musicians and kind of inspirations, my music doesn't sound like much because it's tough. like when I was younger like a lot of the stuff was just like rap and R&B growing up like 90s early 2000s stuff like that so yeah. it's tough but like my favorites are like Frank Sinatra, Bob Marley, um, Marvin Gaye like we have a song on the last project we did it's called um, Patience that we try to do like a little crooner style like Sweet. Frank Sinatra style too um my cousin dan produced all the um 
Dan Wahlberg produced all the tracks on that on the leading mm-hmm. man. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, they it was a lot of like R&B-ish rap-ish kind of stuff. But he said, like, let's that's what you love, let's try to do that. I was like, I don't know how I don't know how to do that. And he goes, We'll figure it out. So that <laughs> there's one kind of like that. But th- those are the people I like, and then you know, all sorts of rap and RB groups. Which is nice because it kind of creates like a big melting pot of sound where you can <clears throat> create your own image and uh that's pretty cool actually yeah i mean it's my my musical taste has changed and like all the time like got into like waylon jennings recently and you know old school country outlaw country. yeah yeah I, I like the i'm not like huge i'm not a huge country guy but the older country stuff i've gotten into lately I, I like it a lot it's a lot better i think than the modern country yeah i think so it's a lot more it's like more country style more i feel like it's more popish and like kind of rap stuff on country today yeah i had ace on the show and he was raving about your new music and what you'd been up to this was back a few months ago so um i think he's my my biggest fan i want to say he's such a good guy yeah and he's 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 great and helping me he's helped me a lot too i think the first thing i ever recorded was actually with him so And it was, we were in his apartment and uh, you could hear like the buses go by because it was, it was thinking it was 90 <laughs> degrees. So he had to open the windows up and we're, you know, we're in, in Boston with the, with the public buses going by so you can hear it. <laughs> it was just like a cover or something, but it's funny. You can hear the buses in the back, but yeah, he's always, you know, he's always staying in contact with me, you know, giving me, um, you know, confidence boost saying, keep at it, keep at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the latest single that came out, is that Around the Way Girl? Yeah, so we did that. Um, we put that out as a single. Again, that was um, my cousin Dan produced that. And we have um, Larry Thomas on there, too. Larry produced some of my stuff, too. And he does a lot of, like, guitar and bass work on the tracks. We like to use, like, real instruments. And, um, yeah, so that was a single. And that was on the leading man, that little project too and uh yeah we did that we did that and in larry's basement in roxbury so a lot of uh yeah home studio stuff everyone's doing home studios though it's really like it's it's the way to go especially when you first uh like are doing tracking and then going from there but um home studios can do pretty much anything nowadays so it makes sense to do it oh yeah it's crazy and larry has a whole setup of like a lot of older stuff and it's you get everything you'd ever need. And then my cousin Dan shows up with just his Apple and it's got everything on there too. So we're like, what is, it's crazy how much <laughs> you can do just on this thing that we're talking on. I'm like, do you yeah. do some production yourself? Not really. I got logic and I tried to kind of teach myself and it just, it, it didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> and when, cause when, when I work with, you know, with Dan and Larry and stuff like that, it's, they're so good at it already mm. that it's just like, let me just let you guys do that. I'll worry about trying to write and make it sound like I can sing to some level. So the sounds are good. Like I think so far from the ones I've heard off of Spotify, I thought so was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. One a lot. I, well, I like, I made them all. So I like, them all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, so I think is very, is, is a real catchy one.
that you wrong Yeah, I thought so Saying that you're sorry Yeah, I thought so Keep running those lips Girl, you need to watch those Ready to make up But baby, I am not though Baby, I am not though Walk through the door And you start with your questions Should I know? But I haven't learned my lesson Everything I say You ignoring the facts Can't get you out of my face But you still on my back Keep on running your mouth You won't let me relax Oh no, girl Girl, don't get me started I'm going, no stopping. I want peace, no arguing. Try to keep it close, you out of pocket. Damn, that's crazy, that's wild. Lord, help me, need the Bible. Pray him, Mary, our Father. But I can't go no farther. Keep on starting shit, you wanna end it on your turn. You admit it that you're wrong, but will you ever learn? Tell me that you're wrong. Yeah, I thought so. Saying that you're sorry. Yeah, I thought so. Keep printing those lips. Girl, you need to watch those Ready to make up But baby, I am not though How many tracks do you got up right now? Um, Let's see I want to say 17 But I forget because there's two projects mm-hmm. And there's a couple Let me double check Because we have some stuff that's not released yet too So I'm always getting confused And then we have stuff that's <laughs> older that hasn't It's you know, just working and seeing. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 13, 14, 20, 23. I think 23 from myself. And then I have two on there where I'm featured with um, a friend of mine from the neighborhood, Michael Keogh. He's a singer. He's also from Dorchester too. He's, he's, He's really talented. He doesn't need the auto tune like I do. But um, so that those two are called Toxic and Around Here. So those are two tracks that that would be on my list too. And and he's featured on um, a song called Forgive My Behavior that's on The Leading Man. I'm going to share some clips of the songs too so that our listeners get a chance to hear what it's all about. It'd be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. What's your uh, writing process like? Like, so do you do a lot of collaboration or do you just do it mostly yourself? So it's I'm mostly myself. Um, like I said, my cousin Dan, he's super, super talented. He works with a couple other good young artists also. But um, I'll mostly go with it myself, depending on, you know, sometimes we'll sit down and he'll just start with a beat and I will, you know, just listen to, listen to it go and try to come with the melody from there. You know, mm-hmm. certain things are coming to, you know, sometimes it's, we're just coming to and I go, oh, that's like an old song, like around the way girl, like LL Cool J had a song yeah. that too and certain things. But if something just clicks, I just try to go with that. And then try to, you know, whatever I kind of come up with for a melody on the beat, whatever that kind of line is, mm-hmm. you know, like around the way girl saying, okay, let me write a song about, let me try to write my lyrics to fill it in about something, you know, about a girl that would come from the neighborhood and, you know, go down the wrong path or something of the sort. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, I'll be riding and, uh, 
I don't know, a, like a little melody, like a little hook will come into my head and I'll go, I'll just, that I can use logic for. I'll run back to the house, put the headphones on, plug the mic in, record the melody on nothing that I have in my head. And then we yeah. can kind of work from there. Um, so, you know, all, you know, different sorts of ways. And then if I just come up with lines that I think are like kind of catchy or, you know, my sick in your head, I'll just write it down. I'll, I'll fit that in somewhere. I'll fit that in somewhere. That's the thing about songwriting is you don't want to lose that hook in your brain. You got to get it down right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, someone was out front of my house, so like a family member of mine. Um, I live across the street from, from a cousin of mine and they're all front. And I just went flying right past and like, oh, you know, is everything okay? I'm like, yes, I'll, I'll call you in five minutes. <laughs> I need it. If, if I start talking to you, I'll never get this back. Do you have any collabs you'd like to make? Like what would be like the dream collaboration for you? You know, I it's tough to say just because, you know, most of the stuff I listen to is older really at this point. Like, mm. like I'll go through, you know, Sade, Sade. Yeah. Let me say, yeah. Because I'm just looking at my, just my recently added, we got Dean Martin, Elvis, the OJs, David Ruffin, Randy Travis, Stevie Wonder. Yes. Um, yeah. I love the how all, all over the map that is. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The dreams more recent that you know I'm I'm a big fan of. Mm. And then I like, have like Kodak Black in there. So it's not like yeah. it's, it's all over the place. Did you go see that Elvis movie? I did see it. I did. Yeah. I yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was uh, Tom Hanks' voice kind of threw me for a loop in it, but I enjoyed it. I have friends who went to see it and they didn't even realize it was Tom Hanks until I told them like later. Yeah. Well, you would, <laughs> if you didn't know he was in it, you'd be like, who, who was that again? No doubt. Now, you were talking about acting a bit too. So what has your experience in the acting world been like so far? And what was one of your favorite projects? Um, it hasn't been the easiest you know, because I just assumed it would be, you know, mm -hmm. you assume if, you know, my family is who it is, it would just be be such. And I, the first role I ever had was I had a speaking part in Patriots Day. You know, it was a big, I didn't have a huge part, but I was in a little bit, had some lines. Mm -hmm. And I just figured, oh, that's it. Everybody's going to be calling me now. It's just going <laughs> to happen. So, you know, I waited around for that for a couple of years and didn't realize that's not how it works. So I started taking classes a little bit. And um, in the past year, I've done a bunch of little short independent films or student films. And um, I did a couple where, because my favorite movies are The Godfather, Casino, like that's all my, my favorite shows, The Sopranos. Nice. So I had two roles where I play like a wise guy and like these, you know, one of them's just like 15 minutes, the other one's like a half hour. And that's, you know, I love doing that. You know, you just get to act like Paulie from The Sopranos. Or, so, you mm -hmm. know, just get to act like a tough guy. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that you have like different facets too, like with music and acting to uh, keep you busy, right? What's your fitness routine like? Because I know that you, you stay pretty much in shape, hey? Yeah, I um. I do. I, I, you know, some people dread the gym, but it actually just makes me feel better than anything. So, like, 
you know, I usually, another job of mine is I do personal training and group training at a gym down the street. It's called uh, Body Plus Fuel. Buddy of mine, a couple years older than me from the neighborhood, opened it a few years back. And, you know, I do that. So I'll do some classes in there, which is like a mix of cardio and high intensity interval. But I'm a, I'm a big, like, I'm old school. I, I like to lift weights. Yeah. I like to do that. Like I'll play basketball, do a little boxing, but you know, just if I'm, you know, if I'm bored, I'll jump rope or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have downtime, like just do something just to keep moving. But I'm old school, really. Do you play so sports much? Weightlifting, playing basketball, boxing. Yeah. See, one thing I wonder about when going to the gym is all these circuit machines. And then there's mm-hmm. some of these gyms that say, oh, like 30 minute workout guaranteed, you know, you, yeah. you go from one machine, one minute to the next. Do those machines actually do anything for a person? Um, I'm sure they can if you don't stop working for that whole 30 minutes and you go six times a week and everything. But <laughs> With the thing when they have those gyms and they say that if just 30 minutes, if you're nonstop is a great workout, mm-hmm. but if you're at planet fitness and it says 30 minutes and you're checking your phone or you're <laughs> talking or you're talking to, you know, Billy or Susie from down the street that you bumped into us. So like, you know, that's a problem. A lot of people have, I'll go into a gym and, uh, I just have people, I'll just look and this guy's been sitting on the machine for 30 minutes talking to somebody else. <laughs> well, yeah. You can say you went to the gym for two hours today, but you and then know. take selfies in the mirror that you're yeah, at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have oh, I have one gym that's crazy. I have people are in there, just everybody's recording themselves. Everybody's. I'm like, you're not lifting that much weight. You shouldn't be. This is not a world record you're going for. Let me put the camera down and just keep working. Good advice. Solid. Yeah. Um, call at Dope Nostalgia. Our number is 780-851-8785. Leave us a message. Pick up the phone just like you used to in the old days. Remember before text messaging? Yeah, we used to actually call each other. If you just want to be heard and be on the podcast, give us a call. Once again, our Dope Nostalgia hotline, 780-851-8785. Pick up the phone. Remember, 
remember, this number is Canadian, so long-distance charges may apply. It's a conspiracy. conspiracy. It's a Conspiracy is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network and happily powered by ATB. We are a bi-weekly podcast that aims to discuss selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more without coloring the topic with our conversation until the very end of the episode. We also feature beer reviews, lame jokes, bad puns, far too many 80s movies references, geek culture, and general nerdery. Our real aim is for fun, inclusive content that doesn't take itself too seriously. You don't have to be blisteringly paranoid of mind control to enjoy a chin wag with your old pals, Greg, Charlie, Andrew, the Irish Madman, and our podcast puppies, Kylo and Ren. It's a Conspiracy is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Here's a little clip of Brandon and Donnie from the show Wahlburgers, season five, episode seven, called Brandon Wants to Make Music. This is from the A&E YouTube channel. And I've saved a bunch of clips from Wahlburgers right to our channel at Dope Nostalgia Podcast. So go youtube.com slash Dope Nostalgia Podcast and go to our featured artist playlist to see not only episodes with Brandon featured, but all of the artists that have been featured right here on the show. Brand, Brand, What's up, Brand? Look at these muscles. Yeah, do what I can. Wow, you're looking sturdy. I stopped by the Baker Hotel because my nephew Brandon is in town. Brandon has aspirations to follow Mark and me into the entertainment business. In my career, I started in the music business and transitioned into acting. In Mark's career, he started in the music business and transitioned into acting. Brandon is sort of looking at a similar path. You know, maybe you could give me a hand with some stuff. You could go to Johnny Drama and get some hey, musical yeah, tips. Well, He's mean, right there in Boston. He is. <laughs> Drama's up here with the legends of all time. Some things ain't always what it seems. Well, birthday's not too extreme. I mean, look, I don't produce and write the way I used to, unless it's something, you know, real close yeah. to me. Like with new kids, I do a lot of writing and producing and stuff, but your blood, yeah, yeah, you got the gonna... look, man. You got muscles, you got the handsome face. Can you sing? Do you rap? What do you want to do? I want to sing. You know, I did at your wedding, I did a little something. You did sing at the wedding. That was pretty good. I, I was drunk though. I might not yeah. really Yeah, that, that might have been why everybody thought it was Might've good. Might have tuned but... you up yeah. better. <laughs> He did sing after the after, after party, after the wedding, but everyone was passed out drunk, so no one really heard that. So that doesn't count. He also had a chance to perform at Madison Square Garden, but he kind of chickened out. So if he's gonna prove to me that he has what it takes to be a singer, he's really gonna have to step up now. You sure you don't wanna work with Johnny Drama? 
You sure you I told you, we'll get up. We'll work our way up there. Nacho and Johnny Nacho. Drama got a whole <laughs> industry going. Yeah. <laughs> what are the pluses of coming from such a huge family? Like, how many cousins do you have? So, I believe I counted, and I'm including my Wahlberg side, and then my father's last name is Baker. So they're mm-hmm. also from Dorchester, too. But so my mother was one of nine, as I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was one of 13. So I have about 70 first cousins. <laughs> That's Seven, awesome. If you include both. And uh, I mean, it's great just because, you know, you have so many people that, you know, you love and love you and just so many different on my dad's side, it's it's not as many like different walks of life and views of the world because pretty much everyone just stayed in Dorchester. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, my Wahlberg side is, you know, we have people in Florida and Chicago, LA and New York. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's cool to go and visit all those places and, you know, see the, you know, different walks of life, meet all, you know, meet all their friends and things like that. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm very happy to come from a big family. I should say that. It's pretty sweet. You know, I'm up in Canada, West side of Canada, and there's only, I think there's only two Wahlburgers in our country and they're both in Toronto. Oh, we have to expand then. I mean, we've got a big mall here. I was like, you know what? I will I'll run the place. I've been working in restaurants forever. I can, I can take it on. No problem. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. We got to get myself and Ace working on that. I mean, I mean, hey, absolutely. Um, what was your experience like working on the cast as a cast member of Wahlburgers? Um, it was, it was, it was really special. Um, yeah. because you know it's always a cool thing to be on TV, but then, you know, I get to work so close with my grandmother who I was, you know, always so close with. And mm. I'm sure someone else will tell you different, but my mother already says it. And I think everyone else knows it, that I was actually her favorite grandchild. <laughs> I can't say who her favorite child was. I don't know for sure, but I think that's a fact, but that was really special and really nice. Um, you know, getting to work, especially with so close with her, but, you know, with even with my other uncles too, like Paul and, and Donnie and Mark, it's so, you know, they're all so busy that, yeah. you know, you don't get to spend as much time as you'd like. And it's, you know, and, but the good thing about that is with our family, it's because we're, our schedules are so full. It's not because we don't want to see each other like some families have. But, you know, you know, we're getting to be on TV. I'm getting to be on TV and they're flying me out to Vegas to spend two days with Michael Paul, which was, you know, things like that were really nice. And, you know, a nice thing that a lot of people never get the chance to do, which is which is really special. And so are a lot of the family still there in Dorchester? Are you in Dorchester? I am. Yes. I am, and Michael Bob is still in the area, but everybody else is a little bit like Paul's out, just a, just a little bit farther out here, but he's still close. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody else is everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Donnie's on a nonstop tour. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he just wrapped. 
Yeah, Mark's probably getting blown up in Australia for some movie or something like that. So <laughs> it's Donnie's birthday today, so this is a good way to. It is. Uh, yes, I texted him a birthday shout out. It is happy birthday. I sent him a couple <laughs> pictures of us of when I was a kid. This my mother sent me some that were pretty nice. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had that experience with the Wahlburgers TV show too, because I mean, it was really cool for us to get to know your grandma. Because we, I mean, it, she was already it, so loved by the fans, but to see all oh, those yeah. facets of her. Yeah, that was. I don't know if you can see this here. But that's me. <laughs> Aww. yeah um but yeah she was she she was just an incredible lady you know i i've you know just just the most giving person i've ever mm. met really you know it would you know you know the old saying give you the shirt off your back but she really would um just yeah and it was just really special and she had a there's a story that um it was new. I think new kids had just recently broken up, but it felt, you know, when they did in like 95 or whenever it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but they would still have fans come to the house that Donnie bought for himself and Alma, but he wasn't living there anymore. And there was a group of probably 15 new kids fans from Brazil. Oh, out, wow. They were out front of the gate, like, Oh, whatever. And, and they were, just sitting there for a couple hours my grandmother was coming back from food shopping or something or other and um she goes oh i'm so sorry donnie doesn't live here anymore he's well he won't be back for months uh, they're like oh no we came all the way from brazil so uh she goes all right just come inside and she you know made them all coffee and tea and showed them all sorts of old family photo albums and stuff like that and spent a few hours with them so you know just little things like that you know it's like Oh, geez, I know I'm not Donnie, but, you know, you flew, however, you know, eight hours from Brazil, you know, come on in. What a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was, she yeah. was like, I'll give you, I'll give you one more quick one that boosted her ego a little bit. I was, sure. uh, when the show was on, I was visiting her and she asked me to go to the grocery store with her. So we're walking through and um, a, a woman comes up and goes, I'm so sorry to bother you. I would I just, I just wanted to say hi and I, how much I love you. You're the only other person I would do this to, except for Pope Francis. And so, <laughs> so she walks in, she just looks at me, hmm, the Pope, me and the Pope, huh? So that was that gave me a good laugh. That gave me a good laugh. Oh, that's. I'm sure you have like so many great stories about her, and so thank you for sharing those. Yeah, what? of course. When, when did you become aware uh, when you were younger of the impact your uncles had in the world of entertainment? Um, it's tough to really tell because Donnie's been, been big since before I was born. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess when kids my age just started looking at me different when I would tell them my last name. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The one I used to get asked a lot, like, do you have your uncle's autograph? I'm like, do you have your uncle's autograph? What do you, what, what? <laughs> hey, uncle, can I have your autograph? I think that might be a little strange at Thanksgiving. People say weird things sometimes. It's like, did you think before you even they came do. up with that? Oh. Thinking isn't some people's strong point. 
what are some of the places you would recommend to somebody coming to Boston to visit in like Dorchester, for example? What what are some of your favorite spots? Um, Dorchester. Um, there's a ton of, you know, little places like the Sugar Bowl Cafe is a great little spot for, you know, it's like breakfast. They have a, they have a full bar, though. They have a little breakfast shop. Nice. It's nice. Nice to have a to go, uh, to go bloody mary or something like that um brunch mimosas yeah, exactly yeah then there's just a bunch you know old little neighborhoody type spots the banshee's a fun little time just an irish pub um yeah. oh well i mean if they're staying for a few they have to go to the daily market in Savin hill yeah that's a little plug my uncle owns that my uncle on the baker side of my family but nice best, best grocery store in town very cool very cool. One day I'll make it out there. Are you going to come on the cruise this year? You should. I haven't heard anything about it, but you know, if there's space, I may just have to, I think I there was is. supposed to go 2020. So there is space. Uh, I, I'm going for the first time. So come, uh, come on the boat. Okay. <laughs> we may, we may just have to. Yeah. Um, so what can we see coming forward with the music? What are the goals for the rest of the year and going forward? Um, you know, I'm not 100% sure. I'm just going to keep working on it. I'm keeping working on, you know, trying to get better. You know, same thing with the acting, trying to work and just trying to keep myself in the best physical shape possible in case I have a shirtless scene or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but really we have a couple tracks already done and, you know, hopefully a couple more, another little project out by the end of the year, hopefully. And, um, you know, I'm just hoping that, you know, when something catches, people will listen back and listen to the other ones. Because I think there's a couple that we have out that are just mm. have really, really like tremendous potential. Um, you know, there's a couple. We have we have one that's not released yet. That's called uh, Cool It Now, like new edition, <gasps> which Sweet. which it's myself and my cousin Dan actually makes a feature to parents on which i i think is a great one but like i think the song lately is a great great song like you said um yeah i thought so mm -hmm. then you know um around the way girl my my favorite favorite is just called no manners so yeah oh yeah yeah okay, we'll have to I, we'll have to play a clip of no manners absolutely Absolutely. So. I think we may just have to. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm going to share your Instagram and all the music and everything with our listeners so that they can get to know you. And uh, I'm just really happy you made the time today, Brandon. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me.
Hey kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.